Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word "Do Good Better" at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And with me, Abby Furchner. You first time now that I know. we've been in the studio for a while, I felt like you were going to stumble out of the gate. You didn't. <laughs> Very proud of you. Um, we are back for another one of our Thursday episodes. Uh, we're continuing kind of our uh, quest to answer all the questions mm-hmm. that have either come to us uh, through email or on Facebook or on social media, etc. And you have another delightful question that we're yes. going to talk about today on the official Do Good Better podcast. This is a good one. I like okay, it. so the question is, mm-hmm. we've heard of inbound marketing. How do we market ourselves so that more people find us, call us, and ask us how to help instead of us having to work so hard. I like the ending because you're still going to have to work hard. I was just going to say there's, that's great. There's no like, you can't just like wiggle yourself out of marketing yourself almost. No, there's no easy uh, path. No. You don't have to work um, uh, overwhelmingly hard. Yeah. You don't have to write war and peace for content, but you have to actually work hard. Uh, so inbound marketing, so how do you talk about, well, talk about yourself. Here's the thing. A lot of nonprofits, A, don't like bragging about themselves mm-hmm. or talking about their successes. And this is one of the things we talk about on Thursdays. Thursdays are for celebrating. If you're listening to this podcast, it's probably on a Thursday. You need to celebrate more. Uh, I think what nonprofits need to do is tell, uh, tell their story in more creative ways. So don't just do a social post that writes a, a thing with zero pictures. Mm-hmm. Do video. Mm-hmm. Uh, write, uh, write blog posts. And again, this doesn't have to be 20,000 word. No. Doc, you don't have to write a book, uh, but you do have to write things that you know about and that you're passionate about. And as you write uh, things and as you talk about things that you're passionate about, you're going to attract the right people who are inevitably going to ask, what else do they do at their organization? Right. You know, we've talked with a couple clients actually recently um, where a lot the, the questions coming up, like people don't know what we do and they don't know who we are. Yeah. And so one easy way that you can generate some of your own social media content that is not hard, that is going to market yourself, that does not take a lot of time is within the organization, employees telling their stories and why they love the organization. That can be like three paragraphs and you're done. Yes. Put a cute picture up of the employee outside of the organization holding some something fun. Maybe if they won an award or something cool at one point. Um, that's a super simple way to get out what you do and what what you're doing for the community. Yeah, I think people want to be associated with uh, individual organizations whose employees love them. And here's yeah. the thing: your employees then will become, or your volunteers. If you're not a nonprofit that has a lot of employees, we have volunteers. We have people that work with you on the projects or the pieces that you know make your organization great. Um, they're going to tell their friends right. about what a great organization you are without you paying for them to do so. 
without you telling them to do so. They're going to naturally do it because they're excited about being a part of your team. And so, use, again, we talk about this incredibly. And if, if, you, if you listen to this podcast, you've heard us say this a thousand times. Third-party endorsement is exponentially better than first-party solicitation. Right. Having other people talk about your organization, whether they are volunteers or staff or people who receive your services, is way better than you going out there and telling mm -hmm. people that you're great. This is yeah, we're awesome. We're awesome. That sounds weird. But if I talk to Abby, Abby's got a nonprofit. I go, hey, listen, I got this really amazing nonprofit that I work with. Uh, Abby's the head of it. That she's amazing. You have to go and meet with her. She's just incredible. People are going to take my word right. talking about somebody that I have no relationship with outside of that I just enjoy being around more than Abby telling me that she's awesome and like right. she does great things. People, it's really not like you have a right to brag about yourself if you're because you're an awesome organization. But some people feel uncomfortable doing that about themselves. Yeah. So doing it about somebody else within your organization is still the same thing about bringing your organization. It just yeah. doesn't feel as uncomfortable or awkward. Um, but I am very much one that encourages organizations to focus on quality posts on their Facebook pages, social media pages, because you'll be the, the more that you brag about yourself, uh, you'll be surprised by the, the more, um, the more people will come to you automatically and, and see your content and that'll get them interested. And so just doing a few simple posts a day will really generate a lot of movement on your social media pages, which isn't a lot of work. No, it's not. And I think another thing you can do is also reach out to the traditional media, the, 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 the radio and yep. TV. They are always looking for stories. Mm -hmm. Digging for stories is a lot of work for reporters and or producers of radio shows, mm -hmm. right? They have an idea of what the show wants to be, but if they can have content that just comes to them that right. they can actually facilitate in one of their shows, it's perfect. You help them. They help you by getting uh, additional things. And if it's interesting content, if it's interesting as a topic and you're the expert because you're a part of the organization that's the expert in the field, this is a perfect match made in heaven. I will say, though, as a previous reporter... Make sure you're, you actually do have, like you just said, you do have something that's intriguing or yeah. interesting. Don't just be like, hey, will you talk about our organization? Because yeah. likely you'll get turned down and you're going to be like, because reporters are going to say, well, there's no story behind that. But I know, you know, say you're an organization that um, helps homeless people. Winter is coming. That's a great story for a reporter because whatever, especially with COVID going on, how are homeless shelters handling the colder months coming? Uh, what are they doing? How are they providing for homeless people within the community? There you go. You just pitched a story idea to a reporter and you're an organization and bada boom, you're on TV. Uh, radio still has a ton of uh, listeners. Yep. Um, you don't necessarily have to pay for ads. Sorry, mm -hmm. friends who are listening to this who are advertisement agents uh, in, in that. Uh, if you get to know the hosts, and this is something that Abby talks about all the time. And if you wanted to download her uh, ebook, uh, you can do so. We'll probably drop a link or so in the comments. Uh, that really encourages you to reach out to the reporters, to the individuals who are producing uh, traditional media, because they can then build a relationship with you. Yeah. Uh, they then trust you to say, if, if I need an expert in the field, I'm going to contact your organization. Uh, that's one of the lessons that Abby talks about all the time in the ebook that you can download for free. Um, so that's, that's really a, a great. Yeah. Cause great, the yeah. more into with like annual events that your organization puts on, 
that's why you'll see so much media at these events because they reached out that one time and then that reporter went that one time. Well, now they're searching for a story and that event is coming back up. And so now they're going to start reaching out to you to see if they can come and cover your event once again. Radio, both, TV, yeah. newspaper, whatever. That's that's totally all media. But once you build that relationship. Yeah. yeah. And that's all organic. That's not paid. That's nope. all organic. That's you're giving quality content out there. Again, and content is not writing the novel. It's not the great American novel. It is just writing interesting things that you're the experts in to build rapport with an audience that kind of really is interested in it. Then donors come out of the woodwork because they just want to help you out. That was an excellent question. I think we answered it, Loved it. very delightfully. Uh, thanks for tuning in again on the official Do Good Better podcast. Documenting donor information is the most important thing you can do as a fundraiser, as a nonprofit organization. And hey, if you don't know where to start and try to figure out where and what system to get, go to DonorDoc.com. DonorDoc is the CRM system, the donor database system. It has wonderful reporting. It has easy-to-use dashboards. Frankly, it's the greatest thing that you will have at your disposal as a fundraising organization. Go to DonorDoc.com. There are countless videos, books, articles, and folks out there with suggestions on how to raise more money. Of course, that's a major problem. Too much information. Do Good University has an online library of lectures, courses, and trainings that concentrate on one thing, making fundraising simple. Come join other like-minded do-gooders who are looking to unclutter their fundraising life. Enroll at Do Good University today at dogoodbetterconsulting.com.